Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. As promised, we are at Lauderdale by the Sea with our friends from Force Blue. Uh, they are doing a very cool event. You're going to hear all about it. Uh, monitoring stony coral disease or something. Uh, Dr. Doug Ebersol with me. That's what it is, right? Stony coral tissue loss disease. Yes, that's something like that. We're going to get the lowdown exactly on what they're looking for and monitoring here off the beach at Lauderdale by the Sea. It's a really cool event they're doing. Pepsi's involved in this with Stronger uh, Together, their campaign. And, of course, uh, we got the Lauderdale uh, by the Sea Chamber of Commerce here. Uh, people are helping out, volunteering from the area. It's it's a really neat event, and they're going to go out and dive off the beach and do some of this monitoring. We'll get to that in just a bit. As you see, have already heard, Dr. Doug Ebersol is here. You're part of this Force Blue crew, right? Uh, I'm on the dive control board for Force, Force Blue, and I'm also one of the uh, volunteer divers today. There you go. Forcebluteam.org is the uh, website you can go to to find out about this fine organization. How would you describe it in a nutshell there, Dr. Doug? Uh, it's a great uh, organization that pairs uh, former special ops uh, military divers with uh, marine scientists and allows those guys to continue to have a mission. Uh, so there's very mission-based, and they get together with scientists who have a project, and they work together to uh, do some good marine science. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of these guys are former special ops. I mean, Gonzo's been on the show quite a bit. You're going to meet a few of uh, these folks a little bit later on on the show. But their stories, their personal stories are remarkable. But basically, they're like super soldier kind of guys that have kind of come out of the military. And uh, some of them actually are like still uh, active, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I know most of them, or at least all of them, were were former military, either special ops or force recon, or all branches of the service uh, that are doing special ops diving. And this, like I said, gives them another mission to do now they're back in the civilian world. Right. It, it helps them adapt or, or uh, you know, transition back to uh, civilian life, like a schmoes uh, stateside. And, and this, you know, kind of lets them kind of transition a little bit better and and use all those special skills that they developed in the military it's pretty neat but it's fascinating and obviously it's good for them i would imagine mentally to uh, help have uh, that transition so force blue does some really great work just in that regard but they use their skills to better the environment the marine environment that we all love that all you know that we're diving in uh today so it's really a win-win on many levels and uh, pretty cool. And, and like I said, the, the folks are impressive. 
and uh, we're going to meet some of them as well as Dr. Doug today. Yeah, no, if you remember back, uh, the two Super Bowls, two last Super Bowls, one was in Miami, the following one was in Tampa. They did a uh, 100 Yards of Hope of planting coral in Miami and in Tampa Bay. Uh, did some cleanups there, and like you were just with them a few weeks ago when they did the uh, the turtle research. When we went to Turtle Town. Exactly, Turtle Town. I missed that one, unfortunately. But uh, the other thing they did one time, apparently there was a very large pillar coral, several hundred pound pillar coral that fell off into deep water and deeper than the uh, the NOAA people were certified to dive. And they're like, we'll go get it. So they put a few lift bags on it, put it back up, slapped some concrete, and, uh, and repositioned this uh, kind of diving icon down in the Keys. So yeah, they do all kinds of great work for marine science. Yeah, they were like the diving muscle. Uh, and it was pretty impressive uh, stuff. And Turtle Town was remarkable. Uh, Barry was there. You saw that, didn't you? Oh, yeah. That was a fantastic That was a good time, wasn't it? And I was very impressed with how that whole event went. So this is uh, event two for me personally. And this one's totally different. We're, uh, you know, monitoring coral, uh, stony coral tissue disease. And we'll find out what that is involved with. But uh, Barry's going to be here. You might be one of the volunteer divers, maybe. I don't know. We'll see, right? Yeah, I'm going to try to get out there. My gear's all set to go. What if you see a lobster while we're out there doing this? What are you going to do? Are you going to stay focused on the mission, or are you going to be distracted easily? I'm going to stay focused on the mission, and I'll point where it's at for you guys. Okay, because I'm not sure what our role is going to be here exactly as far as on the diving side. Of course, we're going to try to document this for the show today. I have CJ with me, or I should say we are the Lobster Slayer and Bug Boy duo of uh, lobster slaying here because the season is open. So whether or not we're participating in actual monitoring or we are, you know, sidetracked by lobster, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. Yes. Okay, Barry. <laughs> I really like you guys' masks and capes that you're wearing this day. Yeah, Bug Boy is channeling Vinny Two Tanks in the one word, uh, one uh, word of the day kind of thing. Tango, Echo, Zebra. Okay, all right. He's trying to channel the whole, you know, get into the mode, the military mode that we're uh, surrounded by today. Is that it? Yes, sir. Okay, there you go. Sir, yes, sir. Yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, Bug Boy. So yeah, you know, lobster season here in Florida is open. So we have a combo kind of thing going on here as far as what we're going to be doing. We're going to uh, do some lobster diving uh, once we're finished with this event uh, down here at Lauderdale-by-the-Sea. Have you, and you have uh, not caught any lobster yet, right, Barry? No, I have not. So you are not Barry the Bugger yet for this year? Not for this year, but there's always a chance. There's a chance. Is it just a chance? or He's, he's Barry the Hungry. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you going to make any predictions if you get out there and do a lobster dive over the next day or so? If we do it where I want to go, it will catch Which lobster. is where? I told you. It's out They can't there. see you. This is radio, Barry. It's out there. No, I don't want to give He's pointing and looking over and looking I'm, away I'm, from the microphone. <laughs> Typical. Is that a guarantee? Uh, it's a guarantee or I'll buy the pizza. Pizza? Ooh, I like that. I, I thought, can't you go to the uh, local grocery store and, and buy uh, Florida Spiny Lobster? No. Oh, wait. Yeah, of course you can. I haven't seen it at the yes. local stores yet. Yeah, you can buy it. I you am. can buy it. Yeah, no, they import them from... Pizza's uh, way cheaper. You buy the lobster. If you can't catch it, you got to buy it. Barry has spoken. I have, or I've spoken for Barry. Is that right? 50 bucks. Three tails. 50 bucks or three tails. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So we may take the money instead, Barry, if you, you uh, get skunked. We may spend I- it on booze. What? No, we don't do that. I got your PIN number. I'm not worried. Hey, well, no, what, no, he doesn't, does he? He's your accountant, isn't he? Oh, that's right. <laughs> don't. 
Oh, yeah, I forgot. That's what he does in his real life. All right. Well, uh, you know, we're down here having the, having the time of our lives because, you know, Lauderdale by the Sea is the shore diving capital of the world. Uh, or, or Florida, at least. And maybe the world. Uh, last time we were down here for Bug Fest, you know, CJ and I went out. We had a great, uh, great time diving. It was just great, wasn't it? The, the reef out here is pretty spectacular. The word I would describe it as would be great. Yes. Okay. Good job. Good job. And uh, inventive, too. And <laughs> uh, it's going to be one of those shows. I can feel it already. Uh, you know, uh, but where we're set up for this Forest Blue event is uh, Prado Park. Which is a little different than the square. I thought we were going to be at the square right by um, uh, Commercial Boulevard here at Lauderdale-by-the-Sea. But they moved it up just a little north to this little park. And I've always been by this park many times. But I didn't realize they have a, they kind of have a little gazebo up near the beach. And we've kind of moved over this uh, area. And it, it's real nice. It's very similar to the square there by uh by commercial boulevard and and the view here is uh spectacular but they got a they have a uh they ha- they have a barge off the uh off the beach right here right now and i asked the the folks from lauderdale by you see what's going on and they're sinking an art they're creating a new artificial reef right here did you know about that dr doug i did not until i just saw the barge out there but yeah this is dropping some large uh structures four or five feet kind of burying them in the sand and hopefully they'll extend the reef here kind of north of the pier yeah i mean when you're around the pier of commercial here in Lauderdale by the Sea, that's where the, I don't know, the diving hotspot is. There's there's like these little holes and the reef structure is very strange, actually, but there's a lot of habitat for lobster and stuff like that. I think it's a good thing for the artificial reef. It would be fun to dive when they drop them down, but I think it's very rude how they just barged in. <laughs> I, I said it is going to be one of those type of shows, so get, uh, you know, fasten your seatbelt. Caffeine hasn't kicked in yet, yes. ladies and gentlemen. What do you want? We are recording the show and if you haven't been able to tell it's a little early in the morning here as we're getting out here uh to do this event on a monday morning about 9 a.m here at lauderdale by by the sea but but the barge is set up right now they're setting up this artificial reef and and sinking this i guess uh throughout the next few weeks and it's going to be interesting because north of the commercial pier at lauderdale by the sea it does get you know by the pier there's really great reef structure and then it's very scattered as you go further north now further south it actually there's a little bit more I don't know, more uh, pockets of reef and, and these giant holes. Like I said, the structure there, there's some kind of like plate coral or plate type of stuff with holes in the middle of it. It's really a strange reef structure. You know what I'm saying, Barry? You, you've been there many times. Yeah, it's, but on, on this side, I it's think... a little more scattered. And so that artificial reef That's is going to really fill the hole, so to speak, and I guess, right? Yeah, it's really going to make it nice when you dive off the Plunge Hotel as that starts to fill exactly, in. Exactly, right. All right, we'll learn more about that and this Force Blue event next on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Need an escape from reality for a while? Your favorite scuba action star, Mike Scott, is back. In an all-new audiobook, Cayman Cowboys, Reefs Under Pressure. From the brilliant mind of author Eric Douglas comes the thriller that started it all. Listen as Mike unravels the death of a girl, the protest of new development, and the systemic destruction of coral reefs, all against the stunning backdrop of Grand Cayman Island. This one's got it all. Submarines, kidnapping, betrayal, and more. He didn't even have fins or a mask to let him see in the water. He was going to be slow and blind. If it weren't for the float, he knew there would be no way he would ever make it to the surface. 
When he was ready and completely relaxed, he wrapped his arms through the straps of the seat cushion and gently slid into the water. Dive back into adventure with Cayman Cowboys. Also available, oil and water, return to Cayman, Turks and Chaos, and Lionfish. Download all five audiobooks now at Amazon, booksbyeric.com, or audible.com. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had it just doesn't get any better save st kitts turks and caicos the galapagos maldives indonesia humpback whales and the silver banks new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time call one of their talented travel consultants to find the explorer ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you 1-800-322-3577 that's 1-800-322-3577 or visit explorerventures.com that's explorerventures.com surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. The Trident. Poseidon, the god of the oceans, weapon of choice. Ancient mermen used to use this weapon in battle to fight against the crustacean armies and all the shrimps and jellyfish in the sea. Often come out here to this abandoned cement factory to harness his power, learn his secrets, think about life. What you know about rolling down in the deep? When your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze. When these people talk too much, put that shit this is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. We're at Lauderdale by the Sea. Boy, I'll tell you what, the activity has definitely picked up here uh, for this Force Blue event. Uh, they're getting ready to launch the first dives out to monitor sc- uh, stony coral tissue disease. And, uh, you know, they're going to clean up the reef if they see any garbage and stuff like that and do some other uh, side projects. We'll get more specifics a little bit later on when we actually start talking to some of the members of the dive team. they got about four or five teams of five that are going to go out from the beach here at Lauderdale by the Sea and uh, conduct these dives. It's going to be pretty impressive. But before we get to that, i got Steve Delavera, the man behind the madness of Bugfest and also from the Chamber of Commerce here at Lauderdale by the Sea. How you doing, buddy? Good, good. I work for the town, not the chamber, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the town, is, that's, so it's even so better. The chamber's part of the town. so uh, He is the okay. big cheese, big friend. kahuna, grand poobah of Lauderdale by the Sea. You'll take them all? What's out, take them all, yeah. Yes, okay. Well, uh, first off, thanks for once again uh, uh, helping them orchestrate just an awesome event. I mean, the, the, this is just great, isn't it? Oh, oh this has been... Yeah, they're getting the dive teams together, so you're going to hear a lot of stuff in the background and uh, and all that kind of stuff. While we talk to Steve, but uh, but you're happy about this, right? Oh, this has been great for the town. Uh, we know the town cherishes its relationship to the ocean and and diving and the dive community. Anything that 
any event that involves diving and helping the coral reefs is just great, and uh, we're 100% behind it. Yeah, and once again, I, I said this earlier, and I, I believe from the bottom of my, my heart, uh, Lauderdale by the Sea is the shore diving capital in Florida, if not the world. How about that? Exactly. Beach diving capital of the world. That's what we like to say. But yes. short, short diving is, is okay, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a little bit. I mean, also, they have one of the most, the, the best beaches you could uh, possibly visit in Florida. But what's great is you have this, uh, you know, two or three uh, line of coral reef right off of Lauderdale by the Sea that keeps the visibility really consistently good here when the wind's not blowing too much, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah, you can be on a reef within 100 yards of the, of the beach uh, before you get to the end of the pier, which is about... 800 feet long and then you've got so you got the first the second and the third reefs and uh, the first reef is probably 15 feet of water or less second is about 40 to 60 and the third reef is 100 feet of water so you can do all kinds of diving off of Broward County uh, but but shore diving and beach diving is a, is a big attraction for us absolutely they, they very much cater to uh, divers here in the area uh, as well so uh, we got some new equipment we're going to play with we got our scuba jets and that's really conducive in a, a dive like this where you can go long Launch right from the beach and and literally uh, go all the way out to the third reef if you have the power to swim out there. Getting out to the second reef is is doable, but it's a bit of a physical challenge. But uh, the first reef, super easy, exactly, uh, yeah. very easy, great place to try out new gear. You know, Brownies has their new Nomad surface supplied battery operated uh, system. We're going to talk to them in a, a little bit about that. They got some demo units out here. They're going to put in the water, but uh, it's a great place to try out new gear and stuff like that, or just get wet. I mean, this is like the this is way better than like having a local lake to, to dive in or a pool. I mean, you guys have uh, you know the best of both worlds because it's usually very calm if the weather's cooperating like it is today. We don't even have one foot seas, and uh, and the visibility looks pretty good from what I'm looking at right now. Yeah, and uh, you don't you don't have to go to the Keys to go snorkeling. You can do it right off of Lauderdale by the Sea. Uh, granted, uh, there's not a, not as much. Um, to see here as well i don't know if that's true i mean uh you know right here at commercial pier when we were down here for bug fest we did one of the beach dives and i was just blown away by the reef structure you have it's small yeah of course but there's a lot of uh macro life and and uh even south of the pier you, you got a real interesting reef structure they got these big holes it's like a plate of cement with giant i don't know 12 inch diameter holes punched into it or something what is that do you know we call it swiss cheese okay that makes it that's a good description yeah. it's a very unique structure i don't know how that happened if me, those are sinkholes yeah, or but uh, it's it's unique it's unique and actually, lobsters love them lobsters love them yeah and, and we're big into lobsters here in town yes yeah. definitely during the season so yeah the habitat they have for lobsters here is is phenomenal of course you know a lot of people dive it so you got to hit it at the right time to find them but uh, if they want a place to hide in a nook and cranny they right, definitely right, yeah. have them here a lot exactly. by the sea but it's fun even if you don't see the lobsters there's plenty of stuff to kind of explore and swim over and stuff like that i'm very impressed with the the health of the reef oh, in yeah. this area yeah we're, we're between the two inlets so in in a way that 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 uh that protects us in, in a way from uh from some of the bad things that come out of the inlets. all the you know the the dirty water and the oil sometimes hopefully. right you know, we're, we're sort of isolated from that a little bit. Yeah, and, and you know, the the town is really nice. It's it, There's a nice little square if you can hang out after your dive, a bunch of little bars and restaurants. Uh, but the diving definitely is, is worth visiting for just for that one attraction. Now, north of Commercial Pier, uh, we came out here today, and it was surprising to see a giant barge anchored offshore. I was like, ooh, what's going on over here? A beach restoration or something? But no, they're actually putting in more artificial reef 
uh, north of the pier at Lauderdale by the Sea, which where it starts to get more scattered on the reef structure. And, uh, and this is going to be in place probably in the next month or two, I guess, right? Right. It's actually, the project started last week, and it's, it's, it's uh, scheduled to end end of November, end of October, maybe mid-November, mid-November, depending on the weather. Mm-hmm. But the county is building uh, a $15 million artificial reef off the town, and it's going to consist basically of concrete blocks, heavy concrete blocks, and on top is limestone, little limestone rocks that mimic the natural reef. And they're going to put down 6.8 acres of reef material covering about a 10-acre area. And when it's done, in, I could say in the fall, it's just going to be phenomenal in terms of uh, all the breed life that it's going to attract. Okay, so that's an interesting uh, description. So it's just going to be concrete blocks which will sink down in the sand. Yes. And most of that will dissipate over time as it continues it'll, to it'll sink. It'll sink and then it will stop. And those, those limestone rocks will, be, will remain on the surface at all, at all times. And uh, marine life and critters and coral like to stick to those things exactly. and, and create a new home. So right. it's, it's sort of like uh, the beginning of the process. You know, uh, these microscopic diatoms attach themselves to the limestone and then the algae does it and then the fish come along and then the lobster come along and then the bigger fish come along right. and it's a whole circle of life. And then the divers come along to watch all those things and the you just mentioned. Come along and, they'll, and they'll have a pretty interesting dive, yeah. yeah. And just logistically, so you know where we're talking about, literally, I think it's almost directly off of the uh, beach in front of the Plunge Beach Hotel, isn't it? It's pretty very, very close to Plunge. It's, it's, right now, it's off of Washingtonia Park, which is like two blocks south of the Plunge. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and yeah, like I said, the reef there is scattered a little bit. If you drift south, it gets better and better. So, this and, this new, you know, they're and, filling a hole. Yeah, and I think they're moving north. Oh. I think they're moving north. So, it's part of the reef may be off the Plunge when it's all over. Sweet. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, this yeah. time uh, next year yeah. for Bugfest, yeah, yeah. this might be a new uh, honey hole for could, could, uh, lobster could very, season. Could very well be. Could very well be. I love it. We'll I love it. We'll have to see. Yeah, because, you know, once again, you get out here at midnight, you can do a midnight dive for a mini season. Take advantage of it at uh, Lauderdale by the Sea. It's great stuff. Uh, Steve, always a pleasure to be here in your neck of the woods, Rick. and thanks for having us. Great to have you guys back again from Scuba Radio. Guys, are always welcome in Lauderdale by the Sea. All right, more coming up from the uh, Force Blue event next. Stay close to the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Scuba. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. We're at Lauderdale by the Sea with Force Blue. They're doing a cool event, uh, diving and monitoring for stony coral tissue disease. Uh, Barry the Bugger is here. He's, uh, you know, we're in your neck of the woods, and you're going to be part of the one of the dive teams. Is that right? Absolutely. So what are you going to do? I'm not sure yet. My uh, team leader, Tom, here is going to tell me what I'm going to do. Tom, what are you going to tell Barry uh, the Bugger to do exactly? Do you know? Well, we're going to go out and dive today, and while we're diving, we're going to be interested in looking at uh, getting some uh, visuals on 
some of the cfan.net material. Uh, there's a system called cfan which you collect data and put it into uh, a collective database and it helps all the scientific divers and citizen divers go out and collect this data. Uh, we can do, do show a lot of improvements. We can show a lot of uh, places that need to be uh, activated as far as getting help. And some of those items are, we look at sea debris, where we need to go and pull sea debris out of the water. We're also looking at the strength of coral. Uh, coral has an immune system, just like we do. And so we check that immune system, how healthy the coral is, and see if it needs some treatment. All right, that just goes to the coral, not for Barry. Because he definitely needs treatment. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> Barry's going to be great. Uh, we're going to get we're going to get the divers, uh, and and we're going to have a, a nice swim out about uh, 20 feet of water and about an hour dive. And I love it. I, you know, it's great stuff. Forceblueteam.org. You're a member of that fine organization, right? Yep. For, Forcebluteam.org. And again, people like Barry who become citizen divers or other people who are. At what point do you tell them to drop and give you 20? Please start now. As many times as possible. All right, go, but stop. I'm in trouble now. Yeah. Okay. That's one. <laughs> oh, boy. Still hey, one. Later. It's going to take a while. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. What was it like? I mean, going down there and zero buoyancy, you're floating around in the water. And it's like being on space. Yeah, I mean, that's how I felt. It's that sort of, you know, you can explain how amazing it is to people when they've done it. I think everybody kind of, when people have, you know, dove and, and, and enjoy it, I think everybody understands why it's just that incredible. I just love diving. Won't you tell me ended yet. They're just getting started here on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master with, with uh, Force Blue here at Lauderdale by the Sea. And uh, they're getting ready to go out for the first dives here and uh, monitor for stony coral tissue disease, among other things. And, you know, a little uh, ocean cleanup stuff. They got five teams, I believe, of divers that are going out. Now, uh, some of the folks from the Frost Aquarium are here to help manage these guys, as well as folks like uh, Tom. And Lad Atkins is with us. How you doing, buddy? I'm great. It's good seeing you, man. Now, you are one of the ones that are kind of uh, round these guys up from a scientific standpoint. Is that the deal? Are you going to kind of direct uh, the Force well, Blue team leaders, well, or what every, are you doing? Everybody pretty much knows what the plan is. We're going we're gonna to do a shore dive here in Lauderdale by the sea. We're looking for marine debris. We'll certainly pull up any trash we find. Yeah. But we're also recording data on uh, any coral disease. Hey, wait, Zeus, come on back over here. Rudy! Yeah. <laughs> Zeus? Don't yeah. look off. Okay. Yeah. As yeah. you were saying, a hydrographic survey collecting data. Um, yeah. Similar yeah. To the coral things. disease. That's right. Any yeah. invasive species. Now, and Rudy's uh, one of the Force Blue guys, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, he kind of looks like Zeus. That's why I shouted uh, out to uh, you. get that all the time. That's right. That's right. You know, the other, um, a couple weeks ago, we were doing the turtle mission. 
and it's myself. I'm a recall marine. We have Jeff Gum and Kaj, two seals, and we're yanking and baking, herking and jerking, freaking snatching up them green turtles, trying to get them in the hospital, doing the blood work, getting them all. I'm just gonna hand the microphone over to him. So so this uh, that's right. So so this boat, this this fisherman boat, kind of pulls up next to us, and they kind of look at us like this, and they're like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Hey," and I uh, and they just kept staring. And we're like, uh, what's going on? You guys need some help? What's with King Leonidas? <laughs> I said, thank you, dog. I arrived. So, yes, uh, I mean, we're not just muscle heads over here. At yeah, no, Force you got the look. You got the special ops look I down. So. I mean, it's I like G.I. So. Joe in the flesh. For you sure. know? I wonder what comes first. Is it the look and then you become the operator? Or you're the operator and then it becomes the look? Uh, needless to say, uh, the... The service is what it's about. So we've got we've got pros uh, and true believers like Lad. We've got uh, Noah. We got Osha. We got Pepsi. Uh, we've got private organizations like the NFL. We've got science, and we've got veterans. And well, I'll, I'll tell you what, Lad. I got to ask. I mean, how do you possibly function when you you meet people like uh, uh, Rudy here that have like no motivation whatsoever? <laughs> we just keep up. Try to keep up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, try to keep up. You love this, though, don't you? You love oh, yeah. the enthusiasm. This is awesome stuff. And it's not just the enthusiasm. It's look at look at the different components of society that are here. You know, we have we have a nonprofit uh, science museum and public aquarium. We have veterans. We have Florida FWC. I mean, law enforcement. You got everybody here. Really? Yeah, Barry the Bunker. Yeah. He's kind of like, it's like if you put him next to uh, Rudy here, you know, it's like uh, the boor, yeah, before yeah, and after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Separated at birth. Separated at birth, baby. Isn't Obviously. there a movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's my brother. Yeah. There's, a, there's a weight loss commercial there somewhere. I don't know. But uh, regardless. Right. But it, but it's good stuff. And, and yeah, the Frost Aquarium yeah, is involved in Frost right over here. Yeah. They've been instrumental. And, and and so you guys are helping to direct uh, the guys uh, like Rudy and them, like, here's what we need you to go look for, or what are you doing exactly, lad? You know, you know Greg, they don't need that much direction. They already know. They, they know they got what's a mission. going on. We're taking part in this effort. Yeah. Obviously, we have a team here from Frost. Um, let's talk to them. Yeah, let's talk to them. What's your name? Hey, I'm Trevor Powers. Trevor, what do you do at Frost? I'm the senior vice president, engineering and operations. So I'm an engineer by training, but... Always loved the water, loved being in the ocean, been a diver for a long, long time, um, and also a veteran, so really happy to be part of this group today. I have no doubt about it, and you obviously get to dive in the aquarium every now and then. That's one of the perks of uh, doing what you do. Absolutely, uh, but usually when I'm in the aquarium, there's it's because there's an issue, right? So uh, it, it is a, a challenging environment, um, but... If you got to have a job, it's a great place to be. Well, I love it, and you guys are obviously attached to this for the same reason as I. I see these guys doing great work, and I was like, we got to be a part of this and uh, build it up bigger and better than ever. And then also we have... Andy DeHart. And Andy, uh, we actually have shared rum yes. at uh, the Gomez Hilton uh, time or two. And so, uh, and, and what is your position there at Frost? I'm the vice president of animal husbandry and marine conservation at Frost. So, so you like marry the species when there's a romantic uh, he needs event? A or? Lot of help yeah, I, I don't. I don't find husbands for animals. Uh, husbandry is an old term that goes back to agriculture and raising cattle. Uh, but yeah, so. that, that's not the first time you've heard that stupid reference. No, I, it's. A, well, you're it's a welcome, regular. and I apologize. <laughs> In, in advance.
sense, or I thought I did already. But uh, regardless, you, you do great work there. Uh, I have yet to be at the Frost Aquarium. We're going to see if we can check that box maybe this week while we're down here in South Florida. What do you think? That'd be great. Yeah, we're, we're an amazing attraction. We're basically a combination of a, a traditional science museum. We have a state-of-the-art planetarium. It's 8K, 360-degree planetarium. And then we have a world-class aquarium. The feature, the main feature is essentially the world's largest martini glass turned into a, a Gulfstream aquarium. Nice. Now, I know Neil has been down there. Neil Watson, the dive god, has been down there a couple times, and he raved about it. He said it's, it's a phenomenal facility. Uh, but that aquarium is truly spectacular. How many... You know, critters do you have in this on display figure? Well, we've got more than the one one exhibit. So we have roughly about 25 different exhibits ranging from 40 gallons all the way up to 500,000 gallons. 13,000 animals. Uh, some of them are not all fish. We have birds that we've rehabilitated and rescued. Uh, we have reptiles like crocod- American crocodile and American alligators, uh, some snakes. So it's a multi-taxa aquarium. And yeah, the, the dive god's one of our uh, kind of de facto staff he's he's uh, part of the team yeah yeah well he's a part of any team when it comes to diving let's let's uh, be honest when when, when you're talking about the dive guy matter of fact we're going to talk to him a little bit later on in the show i believe as we get ready to go grab some lobster while we're down here okay. uh, as well but uh at the frost aquarium it's right down there what downtown miami logistically yep. and then what you just open seven days a week like any kind of facility like that or what yeah, you got it. It's the Philip and Patricia Frost Museum of Science at uh, frostscience.org is the website, but we're right uh, off of 395, right in the downtown core. Uh, we're just north of the AAA Center and just south of the uh, the Performing Arts Center. So All right. We'll just Google it, right? Yeah, frost absolutely. Aquarium down there in Miami and uh, definitely have to sure go check it out. get Frost Science and not Frost Art Museum. That'll take you to the... <laughs> well, the we're fit them both in, yeah. right? Yeah. Or get them both. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Just mark them both, yeah. both off the list while you're in the area. But yeah, it's good stuff. So what do you hope to see here today? Well, we're just doing some recon. Um, this is a reef that a lot of us on staff at Frost Science come to for, for pleasure. Um, it's a great shore diving location here in Broward County. And what, you know, what, what our goal is to look for early signs of coral disease, looking for invasive species like lionfish. But our museum actually is an early detection rapid response uh, location for marine fish. So you never know what you see out there. But we're looking for predominantly lionfish on the invasive species front, uh, coral disease, and then uh, while we're out there, any any marine debris we see, we'll pick up and put in a giant bag and, and bring back. All right, well, maybe if you get uh, Barry the bugger, uh, take him yep. back for observation, probing, and whatever it takes. But, uh, Lad, what do you think? What are you looking for? Well... Everything? Yeah, every time I get in the water. Yeah, that's right. The next dive is the best. Is that what it is? It's the one I'm on right now. Hey, hey, I want to introduce another member of the Frost team. Greg, this is Mac Hollins. He's wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins and a great scuba diver. He's going to be joining us out here underwater. That's awesome. Welcome, man. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I wouldn't say I'm great, but I'm on my way. I, I hope. So the more dives I can get, the more... The more I'll learn, and the better I'll be. So, are they going to be throwing footballs out at you while you're uh, in the water on the surface, or what? What, what do you hope to do, uh, achieve today? I wouldn't be against some footballs get, getting me better. Coach will probably be happier with me if I'm getting a little practicing while I'm out here. But I'm really here to to do whatever I can to help, uh, whether that's you know locating stuff or looking at coral and kind of analyzing that or cleaning up debris Uh, i love it i love the fact that you're out here and and sharing your star power that's awesome it it obviously lends to the support that these guys get already but the fact that you're doing this is awesome dude and and, and you're a diver you've been doing this for a while or what so i started five six months ago um so i'm 
15 dives deep, so I'm slowly getting getting those numbers up. How did that happen? Did you decide uh, I don't have too I don't have enough to do while I'm going to go diving, or you're just uh, so close to the water you figure what the hell? Let's get a, let's make this happen. Uh, well, I'm big. I've always been big into animals, and I came down here. I actually went to the Frost Science Museum to do this project that I do on Instagram called Fast Fact Fridays, which is like random facts about things. And yeah. I did some on some of the animals at the Frost Museum and met Andy and. And he was like, hey, we're do- we do this coral restoration. It was nice. Re- so you guys sucked them in. You sucked them yeah. into the diving community. Well, welcome. That is awesome, dude. So you're digging it so far. Yeah, it's been it's amazing. Anytime I can get in the water. Like, I have an off day today, and I'm in the water as long as I can. So what's been your favorite place to dive so far? Have you been all around the world already? Or? Oh, no, I've been... Just the, the, and yeah. Beach. That's okay, so he's still business. relatively new, yeah, new, and he's already doing great work. That's awesome. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Would you like to talk diving? Greg the Dive Master's all toweled down and ready to take your call now. Call Scuba Radio at 1-888-88-SCUBA. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had it just doesn't get any better save st kitts turks and caicos the galapagos maldives indonesia humpback whales and the silver banks new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time call one of their talented travel consultants to find the explorer ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you 1-800-322-3577 that's 1-800-322-3577 or visit explorerventures.com that's explorerventures.com Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer. And Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Peregrine is a simple, full-color, multi-gas dive computer. It's also the most economical Shearwater dive computer released to date. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater. Dive computers for demanding divers. Clary, I'm freaking out. Why? Florida spiny lobster season is almost here and we could end up as a diver's dinner. Lenny, you and me are the defending tag team hide-and-seek champions. But they... And even if they do spot us, we're masters of escape. Oh, yeah, Chris Angel? Try escaping the equalizer. Oh, crap. Limit out with the lightweight trigger-operated equalizer lobster snare. Get yours now at Florida Dive Retailers and LobsterLooper.com. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. We do our hunting and farming here. Underwater? The sea supplies all my wants. The gravity pull harder. We'll go underwater. Baby, dance with me under the waves. We'll go underwater Baby, dance with me 
This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Greg the Dive Master here at Lauderdale by the Sea with Force Blue, forcebluteam.org. Check it out. Great organization, great event that we're covering here today. And uh, if you're not here, hopefully you're getting a little taste of what it's like. And you're, they're going to be doing more of these type of projects, and, and we hope to tag along. So uh, we will share that info, information with you as we get it and how things progress. Uh, but they work with uh, Pepsi. They work with the NFL. I mean, it's nuts uh, how many people have come together and uh, work with these guys to make this event happen and help monitor this coral uh Stony coral tissue disease, among other things, is what they're doing here uh, today. Now, CJ's with me. This is pretty cool, isn't it? It's science, Greg. It's science. Marine science. Citizen science. And you're going to actually be one of those. Yeah, I'm actually diving. Yeah. Barry and CJ are going to team up, and I'm going to cover their progress on the show. I'm going to be kind of like the, you know, the man to kind of lead you along or push you into the water, I guess, right? You'll stand on the beach and watch the bubbles. That's right. Or the orbs. It could be orbs. No, 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 no. After talking to, I don't know, talking to Jerry last week, you guys, you know, you might be taking a spirit or two down there with you. No. We'll we'll find out after the dive. But uh, there are a lot of different vendors here at this event. I mean, we have the uh, folks from Living Coral Wine, which was at the event at uh, Turtle Town there in Jupiter about a month ago. Uh, They're here again. And then we also have the folks here in South Florida, Brownies, is here and uh, uh, Blake is with us. Now Blake is uh, well. His me, me and his dad go way back. Uh, Robert Carmichael. He's a great guy, and uh, Brownies uh, does a bunch of different products. You know they have that surface supplied uh, air system that's quite popular around the world. But they make them right here in Fort Lauderdale. And uh, Blake, you have actually a new version of this thing called the. Well, it's the Nemo. Is that it? So our our new company is called Blue, and and what we're doing is we're devoted to making these systems as portable and user-friendly as possible. So we've come out with, a couple years ago, we came out with Nemo, which is a 10-foot model. And the idea was to make it the world's smallest dive system. This is something. It's all electric too, so it's not even gas. This is uh, very earth friendly in in that regard, right? All battery powered. Um, We're really committed to introducing people to the to the ocean in a new way, getting people who are intimidated by scuba diving beyond the surface, so they can breathe underwater. It's really a hassle-free way of diving. So Nemo is 10 feet, Nomad is now 30 feet that we're coming out with, and this one's really exciting. Yeah, it is, because Nemo was cool. I saw that. I mean, I think you guys started like a Kickstarter thing a couple years ago, and, and that started launching that, and I was like, hey, this is a pretty cool idea. You know, 10 feet, man, eh, it's not really diving per se, you know, but if you want to snorkel or you go to a place like Lauderdale by the Sea, I could see the use for it big time, and especially for people that want to go just beyond snorkeling and maybe have a little taste of diving. But now with this new one, the uh, the Neem, or Nomad, Nomad, right? This one's 30 feet. It's battery operated. He, he just gave me the rundown on, on what this thing looks like. I mean, you put a lot of thought into this. This has been in development for how long, you figure? We've really been working on this for four years from the get-go. So it's a single diver system, only weighs about 15 pounds, and you can swap spare batteries in about 20 seconds. Each three-pound battery gives you an hour of dive time at 20 to 30 feet. So and you were telling me you were just down in the Keys. Uh, you had it attached to it. You're a paddleboarder. You like paddleboard diving. And, and you, you attached your uh, your Nomad to that and went and had, what, two extra batteries and dove for like three hours straight or something? Is that what you did? It's really incredible. Yeah, I bring it out on my bat- on my paddleboard with three batteries total, which is over three hours of dive time at 20 feet. 
and it's just incredible. You can't do this with scuba, um, and just to have that experience off a paddleboard is something really that just blows me away. It's not possible until Nomad has really come along. So. Well, I can imagine the usefulness of something like that, especially uh, 33 feet. You're one atmosphere. You don't have you know too many limitations on decompression, so you can really maximize your bottom time. And uh, obviously, you have endless air, more or less. Uh, if you have a way to switch out the battery, like on a paddleboard, like you were using, and that sounds pretty um, pretty well thought out. And, and I'll tell you, it is. It's very compact. It, it doesn't even have a little, uh, you know, like the uh, initial one has a float ring around it, but you've eliminated that, so it's all self-buoyant. Uh, it acts as your dive flag, you know, just like one of those uh, brownies units. Uh, but, but you know, I don't know. This could be a, a kind of a game changer in that category. That's what you're hoping for, I assume, right? I think it's an absolute game changer. Yeah, of course it, it does. It, it blows me away every time I go out diving. It's, it's just incredible how user-friendly it is. And it's not a replacement for scuba diving. You can't go to 130 feet and so on. But it really is the bridge between snorkeling and scuba diving that has been lacking for so long. Well, especially this time of year for lobster season, this is uh, the perfect element. I mean, that's been extremely popular for the brownies units down here in South Florida in the Keys where, you know, you don't necessarily have to go any deeper than 20, 30 feet anyway uh, to find lobster. But if you just want to putz around and have endless air, I love these things. I've I've played with them over the years. I haven't really done a whole lot with them, but I look at this, CJ, and I'm thinking, hey, we might have to get a couple of these and just work the reef up and down uh, Lauderdale by the sea. We can go for days almost. Do you hear what I'm saying? I'll, uh, I'll I'll grab a kayak. Okay, kayak would work, right? Wouldn't it, Blake? Absolutely. So you don't necessarily need to have a surface thing, but if you have like a paddleboard or a kayak, you could switch the batteries out easier in the water as opposed to having to what? I guess you'd have to come back to shore if you needed to switch, if you just wanted to use the units uh, by themselves or what? Right, yeah. If you're just doing a single dive, diving from shore is perfectly fine. But I like to go out and it's just so easy to swap batteries, you might as well stay out and dive. Heck yeah. The the longer the better bottom time, right? You know what? We could uh, bribe Barry borrow his boat. That'd be what, a good have, thing. have him bring his uh, boat out and we use that as our surface? There you go. Okay, yeah, because he, he won't dive. Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't like the lug tanks. This might be a great solution for him, too. So there you go. All right, so Blake, if people want information on the new uh, Nomad, where do they go? Diveblue.com. Diveblue.com. Check it out. That's great stuff. Just one of the many vendors here at this Force Blue event going on right now. we got more in Hour 2 coming up from it as well. So stick around. Just getting started on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the Internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go! The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They're not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com.